0: They changed the voice. It, it went from this meeting is being recorded to recording in progress.
1: Yeah, they got tired of the longer message, I guess.
0: I know, but it feels weird. I'm like, who? The, who's this bitch? <laughs> who are you? Yeah. Oh, hi, mom. Hey. Sarah's here. <laughs> Hello! Wait, has Ray been outside this whole time? Yeah. Oh my god!
1: Not the dog! listeners this is the most chaotic episode of bookish babbles to date and that includes the wrap-up episodes with multiple people so uh thanks for listening appreciate you i hope that allison has fun finding this audio when she edits i don't know if she'll keep it in but she's currently like checking on her dog just kind of left me unattended (laughs)
0: hey guys allison editing um apologies for the chaos that is this episode uh we had some technical difficulties i was bone tired but we did it here we are um i hope you find it entertaining (laughs) and again thank you uh everyone so much for listening and i hope you are having a good uh holiday season love you guys bye (laughs) Gonna be interesting i am so tired right now because i made the i made a mistake but anyway um hi everyone oh wait yeah take two <laughs> okay oh the package was delivered cool um hello everyone and we are back with a of course another bonus episode and of course, it's Taylor Swift theme because well, why not? She's the talk of the town, uh, and of course, Sarah's here. So woo! Hello. Yep. So, by the way, I can't get o- I can't get over the fact that like tickets for the Eras Tour are just going everywhere. They're impossible, and that like you know nosebleed seats now are like five hundred dollars. It's like what? Yeah. Like, like at. Like well, those should, those should be like 60 to 70 dollars at most not not almost 500 that's insane
1: I mean bigger bands now back row seats can go for a couple hundred but 5 is excessive
0: yeah which it, what happened? 'Cause like before like the pre-sale announcements, they were saying, Oh, you can get tickets as cheap as fifty and I'm thinking, awesome, this will be more accessible. What happened behind the scenes to change this?
1: And also what happened with Ticketmaster giving out like thousands upon thousands of pre-sale codes so that way people get kept getting kicked out of queue today and yesterday. Um, hi, it's been a fun time living on the internet. I wasn't even
0: <laughs> trying tickets and I'm mad for people who were. I know. Like, uh, I've also just been, um, I also like during my break today, spend most of it just literally scrolling through the Taylor Swift merch, thinking "Hmm, maybe I'll buy myself something since I don't think I'll be able to get any tickets.
1: Okay, but we have to acknowledge for the fans out here who know about the five seconds of summer tag. I have to acknowledge that I dropped almost $200 on merch when I saw them.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I had a savings account dedicated to Five Sauce Night.
0: <laughs> yep. And by the way, if anyone wants to get me the All Too Well notebook for Christmas, uh, I wouldn't oppose to that. Um,
1: I can bring this to books. Do you want me to attempt to get that for you since you're getting me Ari and Dante
0: 10th Anniversary Edition? I mean, yes, please. <laughs> You heard it here live. Everyone, everyone knows what we're getting each other for Christmas. <laughs> but anyway, also
1: Dante comes up later. So it works.
0: Yeah, this is good. This can be an interesting episode because um, I made mistakes last night because I went with a group of people to see Wakanda forever again. And they're like, let's go see it in IMAX. So I go all the way to Providence and we caught the 955 show. That movie's no. all three hours. You had work this morning. Yes, I did. I am tired. <laughs> so, uh, folks, uh, this is now Bookish Travels, starring Sarah. She's gonna be carrying this episode. I'm just the drunk on guest. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Listen, I got a bad back, but I can carry this. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs>
0: oh man! Also, I. Also, um, I was feeling very down because, you know, obviously it was very tired and not having a good day at work, but, um, you know, the author of the beloved uh, Wizarding World series, who is a terrible, she's a terrible person, but one thing she definitely got right is that, you know, the Dementors are supposed to be like the representation of depression or whatever, and after you have an encounter with a Dementor, you're supposed to eat chocolate to feel better. She got that part right. (laughs) That small aspect of a whole world. Yeah, she got that part right, um, especially if it's the ice cream is in if the chocolate's in ice cream form. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we are doing, what are we doing, Sarah? The Red of Taylor's version book tag. Yes, because it isn't, because it's about a, it's been about a year since it came out, so why not celebrate doing it that, doing this?
1: I do not know who created the original video. But Allison can put that in the show notes.
0: Oh yeah, I there's like, like two or three different quote unquote original tags that I found on YouTube. I'll just I forgot I forgot to write down the person, but I can find the video, so I'll link the the person I questions I used in the show notes. See you know what I see what I mean, guys. <laughs> this is why this is why you don't do what I do last night, everyone. <laughs> Check the
1: show notes is what we're learning here. Check yeah. those show notes. Hit up the
0: social medias. Say hi. Ernest Hemingway once said, write drunk, edit sober. Well, this is me recording tired, and I'll be more awake and sober when I edit, I promise.
1: (laughs) You haven't had alcohol, have you?
0: No, I haven't. I'm just tired.
1: Guys, I know her well enough that during this conversation, she referred to her drunk a couple times, and I'm like, no, you're sober. (laughs) I know you're drunk. You're sober.
0: I know. I'm just tired. Okay, what's the first question? State of Grace. Best opening book in a series. You don't read a ton of series. I have
1: an answer, though. Oh, yay. And it's not my usual Twilight answer. What? Are you feeling okay? Be proud of me. I suddenly remembered this series I read in middle school and I'm reading it again. Nice. Um, The Wolves of Mercy Falls books by Maggie Steve Otter. I'm reading Shiver, which is the first book, which oh. is my answer to this question.
0: Okay, yeah. I That's a series I've been putting off for years, <laughs> but I yet I have the whole trilogy.
1: I'm reading book one again. I don't think, I don't remember if I ever read past book one. Mm-hmm. but i still remember this book as an adult i
0: still remember plot points oh actually that can that can be one of the questions for later because i don't think i answered it because hi everyone i'm tired and i was working today and uh i didn't actually answer all the questions a lot a good chunk of these i'm going to be answering on the spot so this will be fun <laughs> but I'm anyway i did
1: to do this another day what are you sure you don't want to do this another day?
0: No, we are capturing the chaos. It's
1: going to be great. Okay, wanted to make sure that we were consensually capturing the chaos.
0: Yes. But I did, I actually, even though I didn't write down answers for a good chunk of the questions, I wrote down three answers <laughs> for this one, apparently. Love that for you. <laughs> so I wrote down um an ember in the ashes. Someone dropped something upstairs. Um. Six of Crows, and These Violent Delights. All our first books in different, in different YA fantasy series, but highly recommend all of them. Yay, YA fantasy! Woo! Okay, uh, next question is, uh, Red, a book that makes you feel a whole spectrum of emotions. And again, okay, I think this is the last one where I wrote down multiple answers. <laughs> I wrote down two for this one. Who's so, going first? Uh, I'll go first this time. So I said, "Uh, Arden Gray, which is a another YA, um, but contemporary that I read earlier this year, and it gave me all the so many feelings. So I'm, I, and I finished in a day, and I started reading it while I when I took Bubba Gambling. I'm in the sitting in the middle of a casino reading and almost crying.
1: Okay, but. I'll tell you about mine when we get
0: there and I I think I've already told you where I got caught crying reading it so oh yeah and then my other answer was just um the ember in the ashes series yeah but anyway go ahead Sarah
1: the 100 years of Lenny and Margot by uh Marion Cronin I know I've mentioned this book a couple of times on the show but it's so good and Lenny is pure chaos. I had to remember, I had to remind myself of which character was younger and which was older. Mm-hmm. But Lenny is pure chaos. Like she's a terminally ill teenage girl who is like purposely pranking people and trying to be a pain in the ass. Like, she's loved because she's annoying. <laughs> Before you get to know her, you love her because she's an- annoying. But I also, when I was substitute teaching, got caught reading that book on my break while my kids were in music class, crying in the hallway of an elementary school. Oh, man. <laughs> I keep going, Miss Hackworth, are you okay? And I'm like, I told you to call me Miss Sarah. And yeah, I'm fine. It's the book. <sighs> I love it. Treacherous, a slow
0: book you ended up loving. Oh, yeah, I wrote down an answer. Um, So I said The Circle. I don't remember who the author is, but um, it's the book that's based off that movie that Emma Watson was in a while ago, which was basically like Big Brother combined with Google type of situation. Oh, boy. Yeah, where she gets that job and it's like, everything's what? It's like, they're watching you. That song was playing in all the trailers. But yeah, it's definitely a very slow burn type of type of book like it's not like a light breezy uh beach read but it's you know really fascinating I remember it being like really fascinating to read and then also like just being very anxious while reading it because you know it just felt a little too real at times yeah yep and that book came out like what five six years ago and uh, let's just say our reality's a reality may or may not be a little bit closer to the book <laughs> but yeah uh, moving on from that dark dark thought Sarah what'd you say uh,
1: Magic Lessons by Alice Hoffman the prequel to Practical Magic like you're following Maria Owens from the time that she's a, a literal baby found in a basket by a crow until she's a grown adult with a child and her child is like teenage aged at the end
0: oh wow cat
1: he doesn't want to be bothered
0: (laughs) aww he's so cute he's good when he wants to be yeah the next question is, uh, I knew you were trouble, a book you knew you probably weren't going to like, and you were right. I don't, I didn't answer this one. Shit, no. neither. Shit neither did I. I was hoping you had an answer so I could thank <laughs>
1: <laughs> We tried, guys. I have answers to most questions. This it's the one. <laughs> not one of them. Um. um I don't know, like half the books we read in school? Great Expectations. <sighs> Great Expectations. Final answer. Locking that in. There you go. I used to watch a lot of game shows when I was a kid.
0: Yep, yes. <laughs> Did you ever watch um, Are You Smarter Than a 5th Grader?
1: Yes, I had fun making fun of Jeff Foxworthy most of the time.
0: Yep, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure my parents gave me a board game at one point. Are you smarter than the fifth grader for Christmas? Okay, but that sounds accurate for your family. Yeah. Like, we don't play board games, like, you know, every day or every week, but when we do, we get into it. I'm mad I've
1: never been around for one of those evenings because I want to see how cutthroat it gets there.
0: Oh, oh dude, you, you have no clue how cutthroat Uno gets. <laughs> Like, uh, and with Trouble. All family ties mean nothing when we're playing Uno or Trouble.
1: (laughs) Have you heard of Uno Flip? What? Have you heard of Uno Flip? No. I'm going to have to get it for you guys for Christmas. Yes. Because one side of each card is double-sided. One side is the normal Uno cards that you're used to. Mm -hmm. And the other side... Is absolutely cutthroat. Like pick up two becomes like pick up eight. Oh oh my god! (laughs) Like it gets. Oh, I
0: thought pick up four was bad. Yeah, pick up like eight. (laughs) Dang. Okay. Um. I think is there ever because the thing I'm trying to think because other than the books I read for school, like I've had to read for school, I don't like consciously pick up and read books that I think I'm going to hate valid although i haven't read it yet but i did end up getting um the love hypothesis for a project i may or may not do in the future so that could be interesting yeah yeah but anyway no need to dwell on that let's just move on to the next question
1: all too well a book you know all too well because you've read it multiple times
0: and this is the non-10 minute version people
1: that comes later.
0: Yep. Um I said The Lightning Thief because yeah, Duh. I read that book so many times.
1: For you. Duh.
0: Yeah. Aristotle
1: and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. <laughs> it's 10 years old, everyone. I know I've I am so excited that you're getting it for me because yes. like it has it has bonus content. And the, and the movie already premiered in like film festivals. Give me the movie.
0: I know. Is, is there Give even a trailer me. available we can watch?
1: I'm not sure, but I hope you know that when the movie comes out, you and I just need to sit down and watch it together. Yeah, no, we
0: are we are watching it together. And if I okay after okay, Allison, in editing, if you find if you go on YouTube and if you find a trailer for or Dante, put it in the show notes okay so it's fun um
1: it um did you hear that the sequel the audiobook got nominated for a freaking grammy
0: it did <laughs> the audiobook got nominated for a grammy and and lynn's the narrator in that one lynn too, Right. Lynn. Okay, now i need to listen to that i guess i'll oh great i'm good get... now i want to reread that and you know put myself through emotional pain again but what else do i do in my spare time emotional damage emotional damage also speaking of emotional damage all i want to do right i am in a big mood right now um after we're done recording i'm either going to fall asleep or i'm going to rewatch episodes of clone wars or the obi-wan kenobi series and i just might fall asleep to those so i might just do both but anyway um hey did you answer the question I, I did Ariane. Ariane oh boy yeah i definitely falling asleep after this okay uh next question uh 22 i don't know about you and then the tick every time i hear this song i think of the tiktok sound the fuck you do
1: <laughs> have fun editing that out
0: <laughs> no, no 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 we're keeping it I, I i always mark these episodes as explicit there's a reason because i curse too much okay so again Bitch, I hope the fuck you do. Anyway, so a coming-of-age book. Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I mean, pretty much also just any YA book, basically. Yeah. I more thought of Fangirl because it's an age that
1: you don't often see represented. Yeah. Like, she's going from high school into college. That's an interesting gap, and she's very much learning about herself in the way that you're used to seeing YA handle with, like, early high school.
0: Yep. Oh, then let me think of another one where it's, like, a coming-of-age story, but in college, and the main character is 20. um, Again, but better, by by Christine Riccio, a.k.a., like, the original BookTuber. Um, Because in that book, uh, the main character, Shane, she's 20 and she's studying abroad for a semester in London. So, yeah, you know, a lot of growing up and character development happening there.
1: Y'all, I hope you know that she got so excited when she said, ooh, just then that the whole desk shook a little. (laughs) Sorry. There was camera movement. I felt like I was in a professional program here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is why this is an audio medium.
1: I have to give them insights when I can. I also do finger guns more often than you probably think I do, listeners.
0: Yeah, she really does. It's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, we did. we both answered 22, right? Yes. Okay, so we're on to I Almost Do, a book you almost pick up but never do.
1: It refers to my notes because two authors' names is harder than one. Uh, she Gets the Girl by Rachel Lippincott and Allison Derrick. Yeah, And you'll be excited that Allison Derrick spells her first name the same way you do. Yay! I should get that book then, just because of that.
0: <laughs> it's written by wives. They're married to each other. I think I saw them at- Wait, yeah, I think I saw them on TikTok. That's how I heard of the book. But also,
1: I feel like She Gets the Girl is gonna be more of like a- Uh, spring fall read like that's the vibe it gives me okay so maybe i'll bring it with me when i go to my cousin's wedding
0: there you go um i mean i kind of gave an answer earlier the shiver series (laughs) yes
1: uh for those more familiar with it that is the wolves of mercy falls series shiver is book one yeah i'm reading it now
0: oh also um could just a couple other books because i'm staring at my bookshelves now um all my rage by saba Tahir, uh death in her hands by otessa otessa Moshfitz. uh i don't think i said that right and uh the and um oh my god uh what's what's it called uh ray bearer by duology by someone and i still haven't read the new taylor jenkins read book but that one isn't quite as bad because it only came out like a few months ago but still oh Carrie uh, soda yeah
1: I want to read Malibu Rising again first. Because I remember that she's kind of crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In that. Like, I remember she tries to set things on fire.
0: Oh, yeah. As one does.
1: But then she wasn't the one who caused the spoiler
0: fire. No. But anyway. um. So, yeah. Uh... Wait, did you answer? Yes. She okay. gets the girl. Right. We don't have that whole tangent. See, this is why Sarah's carrying the episode, guys. Um,
1: next question, I'm going to give you violent flashbacks to college literature classes. Oh dear. We are never ever getting back together a book you hated and will never read again. I have to disclaim this by saying that it is not the author's fault. It's the memories associated with having to read this book for the first time. Allison, you are in this class with me and you right are. That's why I'm giving you the look I'm giving right now. Persuasion by Jane Austen. <sighs> yep. He dropped his pen. He dropped his pen. He was so consumed. I can hear it in her voice in my head still. Oh, uh, why? Hi, <laughs> if a student's having an anxiety attack, don't drag them into a classroom. They'll hate you forever.
0: Yeah. Typically how it goes. Yeah.
1: Persuasion is my answer.
0: Yeah, don't blame me for that one. That, yeah, that is a book I think I can see myself rereading one day, maybe in like 10 years, but <laughs> nope not not now though maybe i need to i I need to read a a couple other jane austen's first like i really want to read sense and sensibility that's i guess that's another one that could apply to the last question
1: grace is reading sense and sensibility right now oh Oh, yeah you mentioned that how's she liking it she's really enjoying it um she hasn't had a lot of time to make progress in it because she just moved down to pittsburgh right that'll do it but that's her book
0: right now Mm mm-hmm and we are never getting back, uh, back together. Oh, I wrote okay, I lied. This is another instance where I wrote down two answers. Um, but I said Walden and Great Expectations.
1: Okay, I'm glad that we both were on the same page with Great Expectations not yeah. being
0: never again, never again. The only like quote unquote Great Expectations book that I like is um, The Last Hour series because Cassandra Clare said she loosely based the some concepts and characters off of you know great expectations and that was that the only time this is acceptable
1: <laughs> but now i'm having violent flashbacks to stephanie meyer basing each book of the twilight saga off a different classic novel
0: Yeah, yay yep what was it uh new moon's obviously romeo and juliet he... <sighs> right I forget,
1: I forget which order it's in one of them's romeo and juliet
0: Well, because of the whole, oh no, miscommunication, Edward is Romeo, like, yeah, I gotta go kill myself now. Yeet. Yep, and then I'm pretty sure uh, Breaking Dawn, oh, are you still there, Sarah? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Is this Zoom call cursed?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I got kicked off. I know what the hell. (laughs) But I did in the time I was struggling to get back online and look up what we were just talking about. Oh. So you were right. New Moon is Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Twilight is Pride and Prejudice.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Didn't I? I think um, I think I might have been saying it before I noticed you got cut off. But I think I was gonna say Breaking Dawn is like Merchant of Venice.
1: I have a Midsummer Night's Dream. That's what it's saying here. But I can see both. Yeah. And Eclipse is Wuthering Heights. Yeah. That makes sense. But. I don't know. Uh, Apparently, Anne of Green Gables had a large influence on her writing as well. Well then. Allison's Allison's, like living for Anne of Green Gables right now.
0: (laughs) And I mean, I'm i don't know i don't know i can't my brain isn't smart enough to process thoughts right now okay uh did we both answer the question yes okay next answer was persuasion and you had multiple robert texted me oh no he didn't that wasn't a real text he's just laughing at something i sent him
1: earlier (laughs) you do that to me all the time and it's usually while i'm at work
0: yeah Uh, anyway, uh, next question is: a uh, stay, stay, stay. A book, bu- a book. Uh, everyone dislikes, but you love.
1: Love is a strong word. Love is a very strong word.
0: Yeah, but
1: a book that I enjoyed that a lot of people hated, and this might be a go-to answer because I have said it a few times here for different things. But the Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Oh, okay. That book got some hate. And like, do I think it could have been better executed? Yeah. Was the concept fascinating? Also, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I didn't write down an answer, but I guess my sort of go-to answer is the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Because it's not the most popular book in the fandom, and I very clearly love it hence this podcast hello here we are yes here we are all right
1: uh that it truly is where it began isn't it yeah that's
0: yep that literally my first episode was talking about the first three chapters of that book that's what i chose to start this whole thing on and look at where we are now i still can't believe okay, what- well oh sorry what was I- that Your audio went out for a second
1: I hope you enjoy the fact that I went to cover my mouth yawning oh. and after last week, all I could think of was twilight. That <laughs> was already two weeks ago, almost. How, oh.
0: how is it so long? I don't know.
1: Time but... isn't real. I also lost like most of last weekend to a migraine. Oh yeah. So it feels like Salem was last weekend because mm-hmm. hi listeners, we went to
0: Salem. It was fun. I loved it. Um. I'll- home with books, shocker I know. <laughs> yes, and a couple journals as well was <laughs> and a, and two wands. Yeah. But anyway, um we we both answered the question. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so <gasps> yeah, cuz Ballad started everything. Uh next one, uh the last time which is a great song i love that one yes yep um what was the last book you read
1: i actually already used this as another answer earlier but i'm in a really bad reading slump right now as allison knows way too
0: well yeah i know all too well ha 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 ha, ha. ha, ha. go back like three questions <laughs> you'll see why <what> we're laughing <laughs> Um,
1: the answer for this one is still Magic Lessons by Alice Hoffman I've tried to read like four other books in the middle there and just haven't been able to get through them
0: I hate it when that happens
1: uh, shout out to Less is Lost by Andrew Sean Greer because that's the book I've made it the furthest in woo! I want to finish that book but my brain won't let me and I'm very sad yeah
0: um last book i finished uh was a couple days ago uh the kiss curse by aaron sterling which is of course the companion sequel to the x-hex and i really loved it like i enjoyed the x-hex when i read it last year but i really loved the kiss curse like um gwen who's the main character in this one i think she makes a makes a really good main character like i still love Vivi, but i think she and rice definitely work better as supporting characters
1: Um, disclaimer, do not read these books if you're on a trip with your mom. (laughs) You'll hit the first uh, spicy and get very uncomfortable, and then put the book away and not finish reading it, and then you'll lose track of the book, and then you won't be able to find it again. Yeah, Yeah. all of that happened. (laughs) I'm considering getting a new copy from Book of the Month sometime soon.
0: Yeah.
1: Because mine is just gone.
0: Oh, guess what! I ended up um, getting from a donation bin because I lost. I can. Could- I'm not sure how to re- find my copy of a certain book. What? A book of the month edition of In a Holiday's.
1: I got a copy of that last year, so I could read it this year. Yeah. I, I think, think- I would have read it last year if I wasn't with my ex still.
0: Yeah. Because Christmas
1: at. Said- Christmas with them was very hectic and chaotic and it's fourth quarter at work, which means like I'm already kind of losing my mind already.
0: Mm-hmm. I hate fourth quarter. yeah. but anyway um so ne- so next question uh Holy ground a fan favorite book.
1: Uh, I know this one's a favorite between the two of us, and I've seen a lot of people hype it over the years, and I'm so glad it holds up.
0: Fangirl by Rainbow <laughs> Rowell. Because some of her other books uh, don't quite hold up as well. <laughs>
1: <coughs> I don't know about her. <clears throat>
0: yeah, mm hmm. And I, I maybe attachments too, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I hope you know that. Going through nanorimo and struggling as hard as I am right now, I keep going. Fangirl was a NaNoWriMo project. Yep. Fangirl was a nanorimo project, and then I write another thousand words.
0: There you go. Um, you know another book was a nanorimo project? I like, don't think you've read it. What? Uh, The Night Circus. I have not
1: read it. I've, I've heard very mixed reviews on that book believe it or
0: not yeah I know like because it's not a book I'd necessarily recommend to everyone it depends on what your reading taste is because if you like um kind of slow burn magical setting books then I would definitely recommend it and like the atmosphere in the book is is amazing because like the way Aaron Morgenstern writes about it the night circus is a place I want to go to but it's definitely not a book that, you know, like I said it, it it's not necessarily a, like a light beach read, so I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, in fact, I I need to reread that cuz it's been okay, it's been like almost 10 years since I read it, I think. Or no, like 8 years cuz I think I was like 16 when I read it for the first time. But anyway, moving on, we're not talking about the night circus yet. <laughs>
1: It scares me that you remember how old you were when you read certain things.
0: Yeah. Or was I 16 or 17? I was definitely in high school when I read that book. It might have been pre-Goodreads, so I don't have a date on that. Like pre when I got a Goodreads account. So it might be one of those books I don't have like a read date marked on. I'll always remember that I was 12 when I read Percy Jackson because Percy's 12 in the first book.
1: Yes, that's right
0: mm-hmm
1: i'll always remember i was in fifth grade reading some of the twilight books <laughs> yeah
0: good times
1: that means i was like nine <laughs> i was like nine reading twilight oh dang did-,
0: <laughs> did, did, did did your parents not really super like supervise what you were reading did they just kind of let you have free reign
1: my parents supervised to a certain extent. Like, I remember my mom taking water for elephants away from me mm-hmm. in a very similar time span. Yeah. But, like, I'd always been interested in vampires and they knew that it was just harmless interest in vampires, which I also kept into, like, high school. Yeah. Because um, I remember my mom being very upset that I read Breaking Dawn because I was talking to a friend about details of the book and she was like the spice was off the page, right? And I'm like yeah, but he broke the bed!
0: <laughs> 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 oh no! The wolf imprinted on the baby! I'm just glad that when I saw Breaking Dawn Part 1 in theaters, it was not with my mom. <laughs> oh my god, she would have, you would have been dragged out by your hair uh i saw it in theaters first because i think i saw it like opening weekend with my friends and then you know when my mom went to see it like a week or two later she's like huh, my daughter watched this i <laughs> i think we were in like I, eighth grade or something so i wasn't even in high school yet when that movie came out
1: yeah that sounds right time-wise yeah i hope you know that i fell off after eclipse like movie wise oh okay I still don't think that I've ever seen all of Breaking Dawn parts one and two. I am watching those with you. Yes. I've seen most of them Mm
0: -hmm. through
1: multiple different watchings. Like I remember when my ex and I watched them, I wasn't feeling too great. Mm -hmm. I slept through parts. But I remember being at a freaking house party with like, it was for my mom's boyfriend's Friend and his Mm -hmm. kids, and they had Breaking Dawn Part Two on, and I remember seeing the fight scene. Oh my god! Standing in the middle of their kitchen, like, what the fuck? This isn't what happened in the book. Yeah. And then I real, then I saw why it happened the way it did, and I was so mad. I just walked outside and sat in the grass. (laughs) I was like, "Fuck! I'm done with the indoors."
0: Yep. Uh Um. You answered it right. Yes. Fan favorite question. So, I said, "Um, a court of mist and fury" because that is definitely like the favorite book in that series. Although I have not read any of the new books in that series, I just to me it ended after the third book. I'm like, I don't have the the headspace to get back into this world ever again. The so, court, Mister. Remember meeting her? No, we met Cassandra Clare, not Sarah J. Mass. We met Cassie. I always get the
1: two a little confused. <laughs> I know someone who met Sarah, though.
0: Yeah. Oh, nice.
1: I can't remember who for the life of me right now, but I know someone who did.
0: Yeah. Um, I remember reading A Court of Mist and Fury like, the summer after I graduated high school, because I actually read the first book when I was getting my nails done for prom, and then when I was house-sitting from one of my summer jobs, I was reading book two with a cute dog next to me, so... Good, good memories attached to those series, but I have no interest to, con- can- to continue. Anyway, uh, next question. A sad, beautiful, tragic, a sad but beautiful book.
1: Can I just say anything, Nina Lacour? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> especially, especially if I had to pick one or two, watch over me and we are okay. Uh, yep. Uh, I feel like I need to read her most recent release again to try to fully understand it, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Same, because it's like, it's like, I kind of know what happened, but also, what did I read? (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. And I was very sad that that happened to me with one of her books, because you know how much
0: I love her. I know. Um. Gonna write down an answer, but hold on. If I stare at my shelf, I will think of something. Maybe I'll just say the fault in our stars.
1: <laughs> That's the thing about pain. It demands to be felt.
0: <sighs> Without pain, how can we know joy or whatever? The the book says. But but yeah. Um I'm almost surprised you didn't say they both die at the end. <laughs> I think
1: Thought about it. I thought about it. We love Adam Silvera in this house. Yes, we do. But I haven't read it in years and I don't remember what his prose is like.
0: Yeah, true. Remember when we got it signed? Remember when we when uh, we met him and Becky and got our book signed? He complimented my jacket and wrote Rufus equals
1: by life.
0: Yep, it was awesome.
1: I was so glad that I brought my copy of They Both Die at the end I... with me on that trip.
0: Yep. My biggest regret is not bringing my copy of Simon vs. the Homo sapiens agenda for Becky to sign. But Did you ever le-
1: listening to me complain in the movie theater about how much was different? Yep, I remember. Because you gave me the book to borrow the day before the movie came out? Yep. <laughs>
0: it was a lot
1: lot about our friendship now
0: (laughs) and i just remember i just remember crying and cheering with a whole bunch of people because i think we went opening weekend we
1: did i think it might have been opening night oh dang we did i'm pretty sure it was you me and grace oh yeah and there was there was a point in the theater where I'm sitting between them and both of them are crying on my shoulders. <laughs> but like, I remember patting them both on the heads, looking at the screen, just completely desensitized to this moment as they're crying.
0: Yeah, good times. Good times. Uh, next one is the lucky one. A book about fame. I could have
1: taken some very easy answers away from you, but I didn't. Oh? The Unraveling of Cassidy Holmes by Alyssa R. Sloan. Nice. Support authors of color, friends.
0: Were were you thinking of a Taylor Jenkins Reid-related answer? Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) that's why I avoided it. (laughs) I said um, An Absolutely Remarkable Thing by Hank Green. Love that. Yep, I still haven't haven't read the sequel, but whatever. I
1: just know that you love TJR more than I do, so I wanted to give you every opportunity.
0: Thank you. (laughs) You were thinking of me, like, oh, give Allison the opportunity, and I'm thinking, hmm, I should do something different this time.
1: (laughs) But, like, I love the unraveling of Cassidy Holmes. I am so excited for the author's next book. I'm waiting for the pub date. But she writes about young women who experience fame at different points and experience different issues because of it. Uh, very heavy topics, mental health-wise. Lots of content warnings for things like essay.
0: Yeah, all the, all the fun, lighthearted stuff. <laughs>
1: but it's the dark side of fame that's very much there. Mm -hmm. that we're learning about more and more these days I was going to say I'm glad my mom my mother died
0: yeah so yeah uh, anyway transitioning out of that topic
1: (laughs) Sarah must flip the page
0: oh yeah there's many notes guys many questions we're on to page two Woo. Okay, Everything mm-hmm. Has Changed. A book that changed uh, you or your taste in reading. Part of
1: me has to mention Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Albom. Okay. Um, part of me also has to mention Frederick Bachman. Though I can't decide which book, because like th- two of them have really profoundly affected me. Allison, we need to go to the movies when the uh, the
0: adaptation of a man called Ova comes out. And I need to read it. When's it coming out again? January. Okay, I should. Like- I need to- I need to read it then.
1: <laughs> Very soon. I'm going to reread it. I think it's like mid-January, but like, I, I need someone with me for that movie.
0: Yeah. And Tom Hanks is I over! Tom Hanks! Tom Hanks! We, we love Tom Hanks in this house.
1: We do. Yep. We do.
0: But, anyway, um... i trying to think. I guess, um... I guess for me, um, I would say, uh, becoming the first, um, Michelle Obama memoir. By the way, the new one's out. I just picked it up today. <laughs> nice. Yep. Yeah, but because, because like that was like the first like memoir I read that kind of like you know planted the seed for me to eventually really get into mem- more into memoirs. Because like the past this past year has been like the year where I've read more memoirs. So I guess yeah, becoming's the one that. Planted the seed for me to do it because um we were taking creative nonfiction that semester and our professor was like, read the Michelle Obama book because that's an example of an amazing, like well-written memoir. So yeah, uh memoirs. Woo! Um Starlight, a book that makes you feel uh, warm, cozy, and magical is Crumbs by
1: Danny Sterling. Yay.
0: What did I say? Um, A book that makes me feel warm, cozy, and magical. Uh, I guess uh, Sorcery of Thorns.
1: You know what I bet would make us both feel that way if we actually read it again? Well, you read it again and I read it for the first time. What? Howl's Moving Castle.
0: Yes! Uh, We watched
1: the movie together.
0: I love that movie so much. Okay. uh, They like a
1: bacon barn. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's try to power through this because clearly, uh, Wi-Fi, it the Zoom call keeps wanting to disconnect us. All right. Begin again. A book uh, you want to reread. Every In
1: holidays.
0: And every book that'll eventually get featured on this podcast.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. We've mentioned wanting
0: to reread how many books today? Yeah. Like Night Circus. Um... What else do i want to reread uh i should eventually at some point reread an ember in the ashes because i keep talking about it but i've only read it once i also should reread an absolutely remarkable thing so i can finally read the sequel
1: take a sip of water every time we say we want to reread a book you'll be fully hydrated by it
0: oh yeah okay uh next question Uh, The Moment I Knew, a book that looks happier than it actually is. Memoirs of an
1: Imaginary Friend by our beloved friend Matthew Dix.
0: How could I not think of that one? Oh my god.
1: It came to me suddenly and I went, that is the answer. That is perfect. When you hear a book about an imaginary friend, you imagine there being kidnapping. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, you don't think of that as a plot line.
1: I mean, um, you also don't think of robbers saving the person that they used to rob.
0: Yeah. Um. What did I? Oh, I said a uh, beach read by Emily Henry because mo- okay. a lot of. A lot of emotions happen in that book and it's such a happy li- like a uh, colorful book it's like oh rom-com romance called beach read and then it's like i didn't expect emotional de- emotional damage it wasn't like terrible it was still you know for the most part a beach read <laughs> but you know i wasn't expecting it still yeah all right um well oh the thing I was singing earlier. Come back be here. Uh book series you want to make a resurgence.
1: Wolves of Mercy Falls. Woo. Uh we're I... already back we back in vampires and werewolves anyway.
0: Yep. She could she can bring back the world if she wants to. Yep. I said um the prequel series to the uh original Land of Stories series because there's a lot of because um the original land of story series has six books the prequel is a trilogy so it's half of that but there is so much in that world chris colfer if you're listening please 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 i want uh bristol and her friends to have more adventures please because you know we know she um, cuz you know she's a character in the original series too but cuz so we know she has a, an interesting life like you're i want on that colfer Yep, I want to see more of the dragons, please. <laughs> but anyway, um, oh no, Mia, she's making noises again. Oh well, we can get through this. Uh, Girl at Home, a book that makes you feel like you're betraying your favorite book, author, or character. New Moon makes me
1: want to betray Alice and Edward.
0: <laughs> yeah. They
1: betrayed us in a big way.
0: Yeah, they do. Me.
1: <laughs> Young
0: girl at home, and everybody knows that such a catchy song. But when she's writing the emails to Alice
1: because she has no one, mm-hmm. what the October, f- November, December, January, yep,
0: and Ray's barking. I don't know. I struggled with this so much. I couldn't think of one. Ah, uh, fuck maybe me.
1: an author's weakest book. What? Maybe an author's weakest book.
0: Okay. Uh, the, the the solitaire. I don't know. See, team. I try to help where I can. Yep. Thank you. But anyway, uh, moving on because that's the best I can do uh ronin a book you loved as a kid okay i i lied again this is another time where i came up with two answers but i said magic treehouse because that's a staple and then going back to very early childhood i said the very hungry caterpillar i went to very early childhood with the rainbow fish yay
1: the rainbow fish was my favorite these it. are the scales of a killer,
0: Bella. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and um, of course, like you know, the Doctor Who's classics. I read um, The Cat in the Hat, and Green Eggs and Ham the most, and The Cat in the Hat comes back. And I always um loved reading um uh, uh, a Franklin book that Grandma had at her house. So all the memories are coming back now.
1: Do you know what I saw in public recently and, like, screeched over? Because it brought me back to being a little kid. What? Spot the dog. That little dog Spot. Oh, my God. They're still doing reprints of Spot. I loved him.
0: All right. Um, Better Man, which is another good song to belt to when you're feeling emotions. Uh, A book with a dark-slash-morally-gray love interest. First of all, fun fact, I didn't know that Taylor Swift
1: wrote it until it was on Red. Same! Same! I've I've heard the Little Big Town version for years. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. My answer for this one is, this is how we lose the time war. Mm! (laughs)
0: Because Red and Blue are both very morally gray. I... I said uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but I said uh the love in, the love interest or one of them I guess, but you know what I'm talking about if you read the book um from the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue.
1: Don't have gotten around
0: to that. Yeah, but it's uh, eh. but for those who have read the book, you know, you guys know which one I'm talking about. Anyway, um. Uh, nothing new, an older book uh, you've read recently and loved. Sarah, I think you can guess what my answer is. Anne of Green Gables. Yes.
1: <laughs> Mine's one I gave earlier, Tuesdays with Maury, because I realized while preparing my list that Tuesdays with Maury is older than I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> the book's 25 years old. Dang. You say as that's the age you currently are.
0: I know. How dare you not be the same age as me at the same time ever. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that, you know, we're both in the same graduating class, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, next question. um, Babe, a book where a character gets cheated on. Um, I adore this book, but technically, like, there is a uh, cheating that happens with um the with uh, one of the main characters um Anna and the French kiss, evidence of the affair
1: by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's in the title.
0: Yep, exactly. Lots of cheating in that. Right.
1: What's the next question, Sarah? I bet you think about me a book you think a lot about after you finished it.
0: I mean, Anne of Green Gables. <clears throat>
1: Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah. Like, did they turn out okay? I know. A lot of shit happened in that book. Yeah,
0: I don't think it did.
1: I mean, they're alive enough where what's what's their face's kid interviews them all for the book.
0: Mm Mm-hmm if oh, i yeah.
1: spoiled you you had years to read it i'm sorry
0: yeah when did that book come out like 2017
1: something like that
0: 2018 something like that okay uh i know dates uh, Our next forever, forever winter yep a book that deals with mental health the wicker king by Kay angrom I said, um, I said fangirl again. Valid. Yep. And also heartstopper, especially, uh, uh-huh, volume four. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, look up the trigger warnings guys. Uh, Cause especially for eating disorder on volume four. And keep that in mind. If you try
1: to read the novella this winter.
0: Yep. Almost forgot about that one. Thank you. <laughs> I try. Yep all right uh again moving on from slightly dark topic uh run if you were going to run away and only take one book with you which one would it be i didn't even write down an answer i just wrote down question mark question mark question mark and then explanation points because i'm like how the fuck am i supposed to answer this what do you think mine is is it Ari and dante
1: yeah it's Ari and dante there we go I've already read that book like five times, and I don't usually reread more than once. So
0: five is a yeah. damn good number. Yep. As for me, hello. A... I mean, re- I mean, Radio Silence is definitely contender, but my copy of Clockwork Princess is signed. Like, I refuse to answer. I can't answer this question.
1: <laughs> I'm incredibly tempted to get myself a signed copy of Ari and Dante. Do it because the author sells them through his website
0: and i never knew this so on that note uh the very first night which which um i really love listening to yes but a book you read in one sitting slash one night i said art in gray because it was the last book i read that i finished in a day in a day
1: In Every Morning, The Way Home Gets Longer and Longer by Frederick Bachman.
0: That's the title?
1: In Every Day- In Every Morning, The Way Home Gets Longer and Longer. Hmm. I've read that novella in one sitting twice. Dang. It's- it's always a time because that's usually a sign that my mental health is not great. Okay. (laughs) It's about a, a grandparent with either Alzheimer's or dementia losing his memory.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's usually when I miss my grandfather that I pick that book up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve two years ago? Christmas Eve two years ago. Oh boy. Um. All too well. Ten minute version.
0: <laughs> We're of here
1: already? The- somehow two zoom calls and multiple technical difficulties later oh man
0: like it's like the universe was like huh allison's already tired and is going to be chaotic for the episode let's make it even more chaotic
1: pretty much but anyway was it
0: like a book over 600 pages right yes which i don't have an answer for i've never read a book that long that's true uh just say breaking dawn or or eclipse Breaking dawn, breaking dawn. Yeah, I say breaking dawn. Um, eh, I'll say Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows.
1: And on to the last one. No, there is no last one. There I is no the last one. I <laughs> wrote things out of order because I was copying off of your screenshots, yeah. and all of them didn't come in in order.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that's the end of the tag. Um, so Sarah, you want to outro? I can't. Well, team,
1: here we are again at the end of an episode of Bookish Babbles. Allison and I will have our socials in the show notes, as well as potentially a trailer for Ari and Dante, if mm-hmm. one exists, as well as the uh creator of this tag, who we couldn't remember.
0: Yeah, but I will find it when I'm more awake.
1: But remember, dear listeners, hydrate before you (laughs) dihydrate. Go sit down with a good book, and we'll see you next time.
0: And don't for and uh, make sure you get adequate amount of sleep, guys. Yes, do that. (laughs) This episode is proof of that. This
1: episode is brought to you by sleep sleep deprivation.
0: anyway thank you everyone so much for listening i always appreciate it uh thank you sarah for carrying the show and being on as usual um yeah y'all are getting a good uh a real uh version of me right now um this is as real as it gets guys yeah but anyway very, very, with with minimal editing but anyway i hope you all have a great day slash night um yeah because i'm putting this episode out after we wrap up uh catching fire movie so next time i talk to you we'll be on mocking jay ah ah i know we're, we're last book in the hunger Games series i can't believe it and then mm-hmm. moving on to a lot of things oh okay charger being weird but whatever that's just normal for this episode now but have a good night, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Bye! Bye! This is why I do things recorded and not live. Woo! Can you imagine a live show? Oh, no. No. Because, like, like, I used to fit, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, doing a web show live. Because, you know, watching iCarly, I'm like, that would be so much fun. <laughs> imagine me doing a web show live.
1: I'd pay to sit in the front with a bottle of wine and watch. And I don't even drink wine. I don't know who the wine would be for.